So I go to Universal Studios. I get on these 3D rides. I'm on the Terminator. And, you know, I'm going through. My life's threatened. One, I'm amazed at how realistic it looks. Uh-huh. And two, I'm like, this is fun. Although, in the illusion, I'm someone's trying to kill me. Right. So not... it The... The act of being on this three-dimensional ride kind of gave me this perspective of like, oh, maybe that's kind of what I'm doing here in this like three-dimensional space where we're creating things all the time and we're living things you, out. You mean in reality? In reality. <laughs> um, here I am. We exhaust the fad. We exhaust the gimmick. We exhaust the image. It's a dead end road. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> Always outlast the past. done they've been over for like two weeks what are you doing get up get back to work no I, I i tell you i have relished in getting back to work the holidays are weird for me i don't know what to do with myself when i'm not focused on something i i i, I feel just wispy just willowy uh in blowing in the breeze you know which it, man, that sounds like a good thing and maybe maybe something that would fit into our discussion uh, today, uh, me and my friends Davey and Lauren, but uh, it's not meant to be a, a positive. That's a negative. I, 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 feel, I like to feel grounded, I guess. I like to feel like I have a focus, like I have somewhere to direct my energy. And, uh, you know, those, those holiday times, those, those, those times in transit are, are tough, you know. Um, but I'm back to work. And, and not only that, I'm back to work with my buddies and uh we're working on why stuff so that's nice finally after all these years of this podcast and me talking about possibly some point getting back to work with why it's happening it's happening it's just nice i mean just don't get all excited about an album just yet because it'll be a minute you know we we, we have we we take our time but uh it's going well i'm, I'm very happy with the results and you know, Josiah and Doug are stepping up, and I like that. Uh, I've got some good songs, I think. You know? Um, yeah, anyway, we're, we're rolling. We're rolling, rolling, rolling forward. And that's good. That's what I've been occupying most of my time with uh, in the past week or two. And, man, I am, I'm beat down. I, I just got out of, well, about... A couple hours ago, just got out of uh, my Jeet Kune Do class. I do like a, uh, almost said a karate class, because that's just, you know, what we grew up with. But martial arts kind of thing um, every Tuesday and Thursday. And it is a workout. But I can tell you this, and my, my teacher, Megan, noticed this too. She said, well, your, your stamina is getting better. And I can feel that. I used to get like, 
I would like almost faint, like like uh, very within a very short amount of time of doing like kicks, generally kicks. Punches are a little easier for me for some reason. I'm used to using my upper body more, not used to kicking with the legs, I guess. So I get I get out of gas real fast. But um, today I felt a little stronger, and yes, and uh, two day, or last week I felt a little stronger. So I think uh, I, my my stamina is growing as as it as it was promised would happen. So that's nice. But uh, I'm still I'm very worn out. I'm tired. And tomorrow I go to my chiropractor appointment. I'm looking forward to that. Who doesn't love getting their shit all cracked? Something about that. Maybe it's a certain personality type. You know what, though? I'm settling into winter. I still want to go somewhere, and I, I probably will for, for like February or March if you, you know, have a strong opinion about where I should go to chill out. Um, you, you let me know, and especially uh, if, uh, if you've got that cottage for me, which I've talked about uh, in maybe too many podcasts, and you're, you're saying to me, Yoni, spend a little money, get a hotel, whatever. Okay, fine. Maybe I will. The bottom line is, the BL, as my dad used to always say, is, I don't know what the bottom line is, but I, I, I went over to my parents' house last night and had a nice uh, time with them. It reminded me of the time when I first moved to Cincinnati, and I lived with them for about a year, uh, and it was an interesting time. I was, I was writing uh, and arranging all the songs for the Y album, Mumps, etc., that came out in 2012. But this was like 2010 and 11. And I lived there. I, I, you know, uh, it was nice. We, my mom and I would do crossword puzzles. My dad and I would watch documentaries. Um, my mom and I would take walks. You know, we'd, we'd all cook. My dad doesn't cook. My mom and I would cook. We would eat together. It was very. It was a family affair. I had my little studio set up in the dining room of the house, um, where no dining took place, and it was it was a nice time. And this 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 outing last night reminded me of that. Um, yeah, and it's interesting. My parents are kind of getting to an age where they're. They're into their little things, you know, people are into their things when you get to that, you know, they're kind of, they're not slowing down, they're not getting ready to die, nothing like that, but, but, uh, just, just getting to that, those autumn years, you know, and, you know, my dad was really excited to show me kick drum techniques, uh, on the internet, he pulled up these, like, hardcore heavy metal drummers, like, look, Yoni, this is the different ways that you can play the kick drum, you know, because he, he plays drums. And he's got a gig, uh, like a weekly gig at Starbucks with a friend of his, and they do cover songs of like uh, Beatles and Simon and Garfunkel and stuff like that. I'm going to go at some point. I haven't been yet. And he does the harmonies. He's the drummer and the harmony man. The other guy plays guitar and sings. And my mom started painting again. You know, she was, she was uh, you know, she went to art school in Kansas City back in the day. And I, I'm in the room I'm sitting in right now. I'm surrounded by her old paintings. You know, she painted even up until when we were little, um, she was still painting, but didn't really continue after she got a full-time job um, doing some book editing for art books. 
But she's painting again, and that's nice. That's nice. I like to see my parents active, and my dad is writing a book. I mean, they're, they're serious. They're serious about their creative endeavors. Anyway, today on the podcast, uh, it is another what I call Cincinnati Roundtable. You know, and what I mean by that is that I'm not, you know, how some of these podcasts, I basically will go through someone's life and we really get a bi- almost like a biography a bit of that person. Well, this isn't that. This is more three people sitting around uh, and discussing different ideas in life and whatever comes up in the conversation. So we're not, this is not a, a, a biographical episode as some of them are this is this is a conceptual episode uh but it's good it's really good so lauren and david lauren is a yoga teacher and i have uh taken her classes several times she's excellent and she integrates philosophies and ideas within that and really sort of explains that stuff and how it relates to movement and how it relates to your different um you know chakras and things like that I like that. I like that. And Davey, you might know from two, three episodes ago. Oh, oh, oh. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Yeah, Davey's just been on recently, and we did do a little bit of a biographical thing on her two uh, or three weeks ago. So you can, you can check that out, Davey Brown, episode 88, 87, I don't know, something like that. So... Uh, and she is a real estate mogul and spiritual spiritualist. What else does Davey do? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, a lot of different stuff, but, but she's very spiritual-minded. Meditator. Oh, I, here's an interesting thing that happened. And, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm into these kind of like uh, spontaneous cosmic connections. What, what do you call those? Synchronicities. Uh, and stuff like that. I'm open to that sort of thing. Things that I would have scoffed at in my in my early 20s, and now um, I, I'm very open to all that stuff. So, I after our podcast, we continued talking uh, for another hour or two uh, at the crib, and at some point, Davy mentioned this meditation place, like a Buddhist center or something meditation place that is in my neighborhood and was just telling me about it she's been there before and you know told me that at 10 a.m this was on saturday night when we had this conversation and she said that it's at 10 a.m the next morning on sunday they had this meditation and uh i was like you know maybe i should go to that but after they left, you know, I, I, you know, I did what I did, smoked some weed and watched movies and whatever I was, I don't remember, but um, probably stand-up comedy or something, and then went to bed at like 3.30, right? Uh, normally, I would not wake up at 10 a.m. or 9 a.m. or whatever if, if I went to bed that late, but this morning, you know, and I, I always put my phone on, on do not disturb, so it doesn't buzz or anything like that, but I woke up at 9.40 six in the morning um on sunday morning as the thing the meditation started at 10 and i looked at my phone right when i woke up and davy had texted at nine forty six, saying something i don't remember what and i don't think it was related to the meditation place but 
just sort of reminding me in my head that I should go to this meditation place. And so I did. I got up, stat, brushed my teeth, and headed over there. And uh, it was good. It was, it was interesting. It was an hour of, of meditation. I guess it was a half hour of meditation. Then we did like this weird like walking around very slowly. I was behind like these three like 12-year-old girls that in my mind, I'm like, well, how are they dealing with this meditation? Like when I was 12 years old, there's no way I could have sat like that. Now I went to services, you know, my dad, if you don't know, is, is a preacher, messianic rabbi. So yeah, we grew up going to services, but we sat in the back, you know, we were the bad kids in the back, you know, talking and laughing and whatever, carrying on how 12, 13 year old kids do. These girls were very chill. They were like part of the situation. They, they were sitting silently and, you know, I don't, I don't know. I guess they grew up in this environment and they're used to it. They'll either be like outstanding, calm individuals or they will rebel when they get to their teenage years and go apeshit crazy. I don't know. I can't call it. And maybe probably one or two will do the former and the other will do the latter. But after we did this weird march around, and that was like, I think that was called walking meditation for, for 10 minutes, we sat back down. And I didn't know what was going on. No one explained what was going to happen ever. And no one talked. It was silent. The whole thing was silent. Um, and then we sat back down and then we did some kind of bowing thing. And then next thing I know, he, the guy rings a bell, uh, you know, the bowl. He hits the, the meditation bowl. And then we're back in, we're back in, back under the, the, the garments of, of silence. And we went for another half hour, I'd say. I don't know how he was gauging time. He did have a little stopwatch in front of him, but I never, I was right next to him. I didn't hear, I was the teacher's pet, I was sitting right to the, to the right hand of the man in there. Not that, you know, this is a democratic organization. No one, no leader, you know, there was no, no one preached, no one, you know. But he seemed to be the most, uh, most leaderish guy there. And uh, anyway, somehow he knew. And yeah, I think we did about another half hour. And then we did some kind of chanting. Now, I'm not 100% gung-ho about the chanting. And maybe it's the way I grew up and whatever and feeling like, you know, I, I don't want to be indoctrinated like that anymore. Like I was when I was a kid or something. But, you know, he handed me the page and we're supposed to read this thing. And I, I, it just, I can't help but feel like I'm being brainwashed, you know? There's some kind of... And I read the... I mean, it's all good stuff, you know? I mean, I don't know what some of the words were like in Sanskrit or whatever. I didn't know all those words, but a lot of it was English. And it was like, you know, I, I will... It was like kind of like the shit we were talking about, um with with Davy and Lauren, it, you know, I, I will shed the layers of whatever and be empty and open to the universe or this kind of thing. And I, okay, fine, I'm open to it, but I don't need to chant that with people. I, I prefer, I would have preferred if no one said a goddamn word the whole time. And it was just like, I just follow the movement of what's going on. And it's some weird, like, you know, the way a, 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 a flock of seagulls democratically decides that they're going to go, not the band, not the band, but uh, 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 any birds, thrushes, okay, sparrows, uh, 
they're flying in the air and all of a sudden they decide that they're going to switch direction and it happens and it happens with with pack animals of all kinds it happens when 50% of them decide that they're going to go left and not because there's some leader there going i would have preferred it to be like that like all right here we go we're going to meditate now unspoken but uh whatever regardless it was wonderful it was a wonderful experience and i felt it wasn't an instant thing afterwards, but I, I did feel an openness. And then I did yoga right after that. And I remember looking around the room at the people there and feeling a lot of love, more love in my heart than maybe I had or I do normally. Um, you know, sometimes you look at people and you're disgusted. That happens. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. You got to check your shit when that starts to happen. But no, I looked around the room and there were some people I hadn't seen in a little bit of time and just not people I know that well even. And uh, I just felt love for, for people. I just, I, I kind of saw people as they might've been as, as like toddlers or something. And, you know, cause you, how can you look at a toddler and not feel love uh, or, or feel an affection? So I, I kind of had that, but about grown up, you know, like people. Interesting, interesting. And not like hot chicks, you know, like just dudes, women, whatever, whoever. Uh, so, and I think I, I attribute that to the meditation. I'm going to go back, I think. I think I'm going to go back. All right, I've talked enough. That's, that was a long talk. I'm sorry for that. But let's get into this conversation now, pronto, stat, with Davey and I want to go back to what you just said because. So he wishes you would have pressed record a little. I wish I would have, once again. So you put your pants back on. (laughs) We don't tell anybody. Now his pants are on. You told me to cough. Right. But this happened um, with Davey (laughs) two weeks ago or whatever, whenever we had that conversation where I turned it on too late. But here I am. And and Lauren was making a point. I'm going to make a t shirt that says that. Yeah. Well, your point was something about. If you if you attach yourself too close too hard to external um, anything things, things anything external institutions that, images neighborhoods people I thought we were gonna keep going looks looks you know there's a dead end road we exhaust the fad we exhaust the gimmick we exhaust the image. That's and no why matter we have if it's a relationship, right? But no matter if it's a that's relationship, that's like monkey bars. That's it. it is that's monkey, monkey bars. bars. But eventually, the the point is to just fall. No matter when we leave our truth, no matter when we leave our truth, yes, and attach ourselves to an external answer, it's a dead end road, but, okay. and we're still left with ourselves. How do we know what our truth is as an individual? You, it doesn't it, even matter. That's why there are continuous gimmicks, continuous fads, continuous. Because many of us it don't girls. don't have a truth. It girls. No, we all have an absolute truth. But many of us don't know our truth. And that's why we continue to seek through external ways, whether it's the school of. <laughs> Go for it, girl. Metaphysics. Or yoga. Right. Or veganism. Right. Or finance. Right, which, which all these things the other than maybe finance are considered like good Eventually, the relationship ends. The relationship, right. right. And we're left with like, ourselves. Eh. Yeah. And then eventually, after we keep seeking, hopefully, when the path ends and we exhaust it, 
we find that our energy exerts the external energy that carried us. So wait, after wait, wait, wait. Slow a while, down. say that again. Mm-hmm. Our Break energy, it down for them. Our energy mm-hmm. exerts the external energy we've been clinging on to carry us through through our path to seeking who we are. So we can either stay. Oh, you mean steady. we are exerted by that external energy? You mean we're we're burnt out by that? Eventually. No, the 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 institution, the image, the lifestyle, the neighborhood that we are clinging on to yeah. externally, yes, ends. But we are still there and wanting more. So until all can, affiliation ends eventually, absolutely, yeah. But we have to be grateful Physically. for all of the experiences, all of the paths, all of the gimmicks, all that we associate with, all of our image, because. It's like a rolling stone, you know? We keep, we keep moving. We keep, it carries us. It gives us the momentum, and then boom, it's over. But we keep rolling. We yeah. keep moving. And eventually, so, we don't have to cling on to anything externally because through all of these different life phases, we find ourselves. And then we find ourselves, there's liberation, and we don't need to live in this neighborhood, or we don't have to badmouth the man, or... The Republicans, or the yogis, or right. the vegans. So, and, and Because once your Jennifer Aniston cut grows out... Right. Then you'll, Which is what Lauren has right now. Then you'll, right. Cut, it, then you'll cut it into a different haircut. Or and not then, at all. Or not. Or it'll grow out to, to, to nirvana. Exactly. Nirvana. Into extended bliss. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so everything so what's is the a answer? helpful to uh, keep so, seeking, but, but also... <laughs> Let's talk about astrology for a minute. But hold on, hold on. You're, oh, you're, you're not saying you're not saying to not have these affiliations. You're just saying to be open to the fact that they will run. They will run. To not have course. such a tight perspective. No, to not have such a tight grip on them. Okay. So keep them okay. in perspective. Yeah. I have, an, okay. I have a short story. David, yes. I went and then to, we'll get into astrology. And then we'll get into astrology. Yes. I think it complements. I went to Disney World. Yes. The spiritual Mecca of our country. Yes. Where freedom is exhibited famously. So I go to Universal Studios. I get on these 3D rides. I'm on the Terminator. And, you know, I'm going through. My life's threatened. One, I'm amazed at how realistic it looks. Uh And two, I'm like, this is fun. Although, in the illusion, I'm... Someone's trying to kill me. Right. So not it the the act of being on this three dimensional ride kind of gave me this perspective of like, oh, maybe that's kind of what I'm doing here in this like three dimensional space where we're creating things all the time and we're living things you, out. You mean in reality? In reality. So like her point being like you cling on to something so much that it becomes meaningless. And all of a sudden, it just like you just let go of it, and it leads you back to whoever you are. You're left alone, and right. really, how do you feel when you're alone? Can you sit and feel fulfilled right. alone? Can you ride Terminator 3D and feel happy and be like, he's trying to kill me, but this is kind of fun. And if I die, I have another life, or so I just can't really die. So you're in saying in, in real life you should be able to do that, despite I'm the just fact saying that, that even if someone is chasing ride, you, to kill you. When I went on that ride, it was like, oh wow! It just gave me a seat in the perspective of 
this is not actually harming me. Right. Or this is not actually fulfilling me. Okay. This is just a, an experience that I'm having. So should you try to do that with, with real life experiences outside that's, of the that's ride? That's what I'm trying to bring it back to. And I'm not saying people should do that. But for me, yeah. when I was in that experience, I was like, oh, wow, this is fun. I want to apply this funness to how I live my daily life instead of this dramatic like, oh, I don't feel good or, oh, I feel really good or whatever it may be, whatever I'm feeling at the moment. That and that, that leads me to this, to simplify life. We are constantly we are. <laughs> complicating life. Americans are obsessed with drama. Right. We're obsessed with it. Quote. Tabloids. We're, obs- we're addicted to drama. Yeah. Like and we're and addicted to language, social media, journalism, film, industry, philosophy. Yeah, we it's like, a beautiful we, we thing. We like that ride. We like that ride. We but like that ride. Exactly. Really, we have very basic, simple ride. needs for survival. Yeah. So sometimes or our simple needs... Idea. Let me finish. <laughs> our simple needs... Ladies. No, I love her. I got a I ring know. on it so she can talk to it's me true. like that. We have simple needs for survival, not just physically, but emotionally. What are, now, how, how are the emotional I'm needs simple? There. Okay. <laughs> so we have this beautiful thing called language. And there are, as Rumi said, a million ways to kiss the ground. Who's your roomie? Roomie. Your roommate? Rumi. No. Jalaluddin <laughs> Rumi. I love it. Yes. Oh, it's my parents. Thank you. Sorry, that's my joke. It's okay. my kids. Get it? Um, uh, my kids. children. My parents. So we have this thing called language, and there are so many ways to We're define right our experiences, right? We could come up with a thousand beautiful ways to explain and express how we're feeling together right now and what right. we're discussing. But usually, we go into these very intense energetic experiences and we're left with confusion. Because You mean in communication? Yeah. Well, they, they said they were going to meet me, but they're late. Or we were going to do this, but we did something else. And they said we were going to be here, but we're there. Or he loved me and he left me. Or she said that she didn't sleep with him and he did. Right. Or So all these different ways. But really... Let's simplify life. There's two ways to feel things. There's heavy energy and there's light. What is heavy, we must release. And it will immediately fill with lightness. There's sincerity. Did, did Rumi say this? this no. Is, okay, this you're saying this. Okay. There's sincerity and you there's... Better, you better copyright this before you start talking about this on a podcast. Copyright Lauren Lichtenstein Good. on record. It is January... It's something. something. 7th. Eighth, maybe. maybe. Ninth. 1998. She has a Rachel haircut from the 90s. From She's wearing a blazer with very soft yet aggressive. <laughs> what do you call those? Shoulder right, pads. So there, Shoulder pads. You know what? I'm they're glad there. you're noticing. I just want to know. It's, it's a nice blazer. Thank you. It is a so, nice so, so go on. There's what, what do you do with that heavy energy to replace it with energy. the light energy? How do you do that? I let it go. And I learned how to do that that works for me. And my vehicle that is most effective is stillness and dropping into my body 
because the gut, if you look at it, it's made of the same material as the brain. The brain we only understand 10% of, but they're the same materials. So if you can really drop into your gut. Like squiggly pink yeah, stuff. We under, yeah, we understand the gut. It's very primal. It's very basic. So if you can learn to drop into your body and then drop into your gut, connect your gut to your heart, to your throat, the bridge from the heart to the mind, and then free the mind, we're able to ground ourselves. Connect how, how easy, do you do that? right? Right. See, that, that's the thing. You, you Got it? You say that stuff and that sounds great, but how do you do it? How, how do you do it? Practically. How do you do it? Is that, is that through meditation or through? through? Through that leap of faith. That you have we have like a million past lives. everything we need right here. And that there's a balance between this leap of faith and being in control of our actions and our thoughts. So that leads me now to there's heaviness and there's lightness. And it's a choice. Do we cling to thoughts that are heavy? The way heavy in a fixed mindset, in a tight little space to hold our emotions, which is a human experience. Or do we open our mind and give ourselves a hundred times the amount of compassion that we would give to our best friend or our mother if they're going through a hard time? A lot of times we don't give that to ourselves. So we're in these tightly constricted spaces where we're feeling all of this and it's just going to blow up and we lose it and we give up or we seek to something else or we cling to a bad habit because it's what we know. We're all like whales. We can go into the depths, the darkness of our own depression, of our, of our own isolation, of our own woes and suffering because right. suffering is inevitable. But really, we all have our own personal savior, which is ourself. Gotta come up for air. You need to come up for air and see the light. Like we wanna roll our eyes at things for artistic expression, and that's, it may be a dumb joke or somebody says something dumb and corny, but it's dumber not to laugh. Right. Like it's dumber not to laugh. And, and we can't be stuck in a place where we're just in the darkness and we can't be stuck in a place where we're just with a screwed on smile. So by grounding ourselves, wherever that is, wherever that speaks to you. So that's, that's going to be different for everybody. It can be different for everyone. Yeah. For you, you said stillness and what? More or less a meditative kind of thing. It is. Yeah. And for others, it could be walking. Right. For other, But as long as you can find a place by yourself where you feel that you're fantastic with or without anything, life becomes bigger. The room is bigger. Mm-hmm. There's no so, pressure. So, so let's say you this. You free yourself. So let's give this metaphor. If, if you're this little combusting like pressure cooker exactly in the ocean right just let yourself spill out into the ocean right and rather than feeling one drop of rain affects the movements of the water but one drop of rain affects the movement of the water right each drop of rain in this ocean of humanity sure And 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 more than humanity everything just just existence. Yeah. I mean, you can get really philosophical or even metaphysical and spiritual with it. And again, that's just another path that can lead us to liberation. And when we are free, we are true. Because we're not clinging on to something that is carrying us. We are free. So freedom, does freedom... 
Severing the ties of attachment. Of, a, of attachment to all those different so affiliations, your, your neighborhood, your haircut, your, all these yeah. whatever things it might be that 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 that, that fade into define you that you define yourself as. But, but they but fade. So, at what point are you like vacating your body? You're never vacating your body. But I mean, like, if we're attached. No, one I want you to drop into your body. I want I want to live an earthly, material life, but also have that leap of faith to trust. So I live life, experiences I've learned, you have to trust experiences, as painful as they are, as exhausting as they are. I've learned to trust them, to step in fully, and to do my best. And when you learn what your best is, not harder, not tougher, not just mowing down whatever to get through it. Like whatever doing your best is, learning what that means, which we all have to learn that on our own. Well, you learn to what trust does your best yourself mean? in in an experience. You mean, yeah, is so there any experience you might have or any interaction? Trusting, you might have? trusting every experience. Give it trust. Like trust everything that happens to you every minute of each day. So you trust. So you're going to give yourself to it. When you give yourself to it. Then you do your best. And then after a while, you learn that you can trust yourself and that you don't need anything else, any neighborhood, any image, any group of friends, any occupation. You just do what fits your soul the best. You love the person who's the best fit for your soul, mm -hmm. not because it's the person you think you should love or the occupation you think you should be in. How do you find that person? How do you know when you, <laughs> when you found that person? I believe that when you hear your first love story that speaks to you. Like when you're a kid? Yeah. Like, a, like the a one that Cinderella story or, or a Well, maybe it was whatever. Cinderella for you. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Yeah, maybe me. it really was. <laughs> no, but that says something, and it's not something to diminish. Like, if that's what came to mind, like, you know, Sleeping Beauty was mine. So right. whatever. That kind of love that you understood... That love is in someone else also, and you don't meet by chance. Like, the love is always there, and we try to wedge so our, to we try to wedge like, ourselves. like Cinderella? Like, you need to yeah, find the glass slip and it fits. No, but it's go. that faith. It's that trust. <laughs> it's trusting every situation, stepping in fully, and doing your best, and you just keep trying through different paths, different experimentations of life, etc. What if you have trouble feeling? Good question. What if you have trouble feeling, as in as in if intimacy? You, if, as in if you have a feeling, you feel like you could trust it, but you don't know what you feel, or you don't feel much. Well, then that's the, where we go back to when I said the most important work we do in life is learning, like learning what that means and how to do it. And we know when we want to turn our head from the truth, and we just want to do the easy route, go back into the darkness, go back into sarcasm. Go back into the cool kids. Go back into the scene. We know, we know what triggers us and where we go. But how do Comfort. we know? How do we know what the what the truth is or what the light is? When you get there, you know. I just haven't gotten there. I think you're good. <laughs> Live in the darkness. You're, Yoni's my prince of darkness. <laughs> my no way. Davy, what about you? What do you? What do you, uh, we've we've. Lauren's got some theories and some ideas. She has you some. You thought this through, she? and you're very eloquent. Thank you. Yes. And she's passionate. I am. And passion doesn't die. 
the seeker in me doesn't die. So did, passion is not like another affiliation. Passion is is Life is, in, is in in inborn. So passion to me <laughs> is very synonymous with sexual energy. Yeah, hell yeah, it is. Oh, here we now, go. Now, sexual energy. Theme. Put your pants back on. So sexual Orange. energy is Button the up. most powerful Button. form of human energy because it creates life. Okay. Now, that passion and that feeling that that kind of, forgive me for using a yoga term, but like that root energy, that yeah. groin energy, Yeah. that is like the root chakra. Right, so that's, the that's root, your, the, fir- the first chakra. Right, so yeah. the root is the key <laughs> to growth. Right. Yeah. Now penis growth. Sure. No, but no, the root chakra. We'll just we'll just put that term aside. So that beyond the gut, there's this primal energy. The second chakra. No. Root chakra. You are talking. Oh, beyond the gut. She's gonna under beyond the gut. The gut. Under the gut. Okay. Got you. Got you. Sexual energy is the most powerful form of energy because it creates life, but we give it usually one path, and that's sex. We're able to recycle that energy and let it expand us. Yeah. It can shoot through us. Yeah. You know? I, uh, if, I can, if I can speak. You get it. Go. I do get it. I do get it. And this is my experience. Can I send that Pellegrino? Of course. My experience. I'll have a little more, dude. Thanks. That's great. Is that. Thank you. Um, all right. Sorry, I was pouring Pellegrino. That's how classy we are here. Um, <laughs> the, the Diamonds and pearls. My, my experience is that the sexual energy is so related for me to creative energy that they're interchangeable. Yeah. Yes. I, I We've had have, this conversation. Have we had this conversation? I Okay. Together. So, I managed Ascentia. That's right. <laughs> Plug. I, I will. I will have this. 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 Spice nuts is her favorite. No, that's not true. All right, let's I'll, let Yoni go. I'll have this. This feeling that I could either, I could either write a song or have sex with somebody, mm-hmm. and they're interchangeable. Beautiful. And, and either they, is satisfying. Either is satisfying to an extent. The song lasts longer. So what if you? Write Not that I don't last a long time, because I do last a long time. Really? But the song. But the song will will continue into. You know, it could eventually make you more money. Could make more money, although I make a good amount of money with sex as well. Right? Really? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. That's why we don't see you out and about. We're doing it here. No, but yeah, no, I, I do. I definitely feel that those things are interchangeable, and 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 even more so than sex is is for me. Masturbation is more is more uh, uh, yeah. of a regular thing than than yes. physical human interaction sex. So let's talk about masturbation. Okay, Great. but I'll let but, you finish. Okay. but yeah, I'm just saying they they're I, I throughout the day. And I, I do feel like I you have masturbate a, ten times. No, I don't. But I have a, I do, I have a strong mm. sexual slash creative creative energy, and you know, I and I you am. Got to do something with I'm it. I'm a creative person, but I get but I get stunted a lot, and and a lot of times the only way to like temporarily get that out is to masturbate or or like hook up with somebody. Whatever. What if I've never been attracted to you before, but now I am? <laughs> I don't know. Down. <laughs> He's down to fuck, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm not I'm saying kidding. that. No, I, I, so I'm respecting what you're saying. Energy. Yeah. I, so I, you're overflowing. Your cup is full. And that's why you're doing what you're doing, Yoni, because you are prolific. I, you, I am prolific. Do you know I, I, how to channel it to balance exactly. your life? Exactly. I don't necessarily. And that's, that's what why I you struggle go with. Sometimes that's why you like, go through the Whole Foods cashiers. 
I don't go through oh, Whole Foods wow. cashiers. I used to back in the in the Oakland days, in perhaps. The 90s. All right, but um. <laughs> close though. That was good. Close call. Close. Close. Um, Clifton Natural, but no, I'm <laughs> I've never dated a Clifton Natural person. Four five two zero two. Watch out. <laughs> no, but anyway, that that's that, that's something that I'm I'm trying to figure out is how to balance that. I, I'm I'm just starting to realize how connected my sexuality is with not only my creativity, mm-hmm. but also my uh, health issues, I think. Right. Uh, right. Which are right down in that area. Right. And finding, I, I really or do believe. Do you feel like your expression coordinates with your health? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. When I'm flowing, when it's flowing, when it's, when it's like coming, you know, easily out of me creatively, creatively wise and stuff like that, my health is good. So you're very abundant with creation, and but but I, I get it's probably too. hard to keep up with. I get halted a lot. Probably because there's so much of it, Perhaps. and there's no there's it's kind of like there's not a there's you don't find healthy enough outlets that can fully accept what you're willing to give. So you do it through your work. Maybe you'll find a partner that can handle it that's very or difficult. you take care of it for yourself so extraordinary people have extraordinary challenges right and if you were living with a sense of disattachment to your own truth you could probably just fuck whatever every night you know and just but that doesn't fulfill you right but you could you right. really That's could. Right. I mean, I know, Yoni, you could. But that ultimately it is It doesn't not do anything for the, you. Yeah. But writing a song does. Right. And you'd rather take care of yourself than, but like, the, well, be no, with I know, an idiot. No, I have those, I have those short-term um, things. Short-term, though. But a song is, desires. like, you can, you can still perform a song that you wrote 10 years ago and right. love it. Right. But I f- there's something in me that feels like I, I've never tapped into my sexuality in, in a true way with like a partner Do you I, wanna try? <laughs> I, I i just i feel like i've never gotten there exactly so like, like absolutely not <laughs> no we're friends um yeah so I, I feel like that could also be a fulfilling thing and i don't know if that that would be interchangeable with the creative stuff or it would help to help my creative side you know build as i learn how to deal with that energy but it's still something that I that I have not quite figured out how to harness because I don't I don't have long term partners. But that's something that I I haven't been able to figure out. Can I add something? Yes, please. So and I, I didn't mean to make I've this had, all about me, but I did. No, please. It's but not, it's all about it's yeah. about all of us. It is. It is. So I've had three long term partners, and they all like what I always wanted and what I always understood and thought. We're just gonna have an example to intellectually process it. So each three of my partners had like three out of 10 things. And I'm uh-huh. like, well, you know what? That's workable. Cause that's more than most. So 10, 10 things is like the perfect man. We're just they, saying that there's that really not find. 10 things, right? but I'm just saying this so we can, we can, we can, we can understand simply. Yeah. So my three long-term partners, they each had like three different things out of 10. Right. So I'm like, well, I can work with that. You know, I can do that. But it never was what I always understood love and intimacy and passion and trust to be. 
But I kept trying because I'm like, well, I can do that. Well, I always thought I was asking for too much and it would never happen. So through all my heartaches, each three of them, beneath my sorrow, and I've told her this, I would pray. I was like, please, like, this is what I really want. This is what I want. I'm ready. And each of them prepared me more and more. You mean after that the thing ended? Yeah. You would say, I really want... Yeah. I want someone with four things. No, I want someone with ten. (laughs) With all ten. Every single time, I still wanted the same things. We all... What Those we ten really are, are love, your they're, they're your, it's your constant definition of what love. What are the ten? I don't have ten a things. Man, I'm just saying a man, a dick, a money. No, come on now. I have my own money. But those are those are things though that no. But what I'm likes saying a is that in a blazer <laughs> enjoys dying. Do I need to show that? Like, come on oh, now. Wow. All right, lace, so like the woman with the lace, she's showing her lace. Stocking top. Yeah, high thigh, uh, thigh high. Thigh no, high. no, okay, but listen to so me. So, I was like, I always wanted all of these things, and it was consistent. Even before I understood what it meant as a child, like as a young girl, when I'm first coming into adolescence and understanding a romantic relationship, I had a sensation of what I always wanted. And I think we all do. I really think we all do. When? Around what age? It just stays with us. She's saying through, right, right as you happen? went through puberty, right? Yeah, like, when, when you, you first start to understand, like, you may just have this feeling of it. You know, it's not, not sexuality. Give me an age group. It, 13, just whenever, 14. no, whenever you start to For open me. yourself to romantic so, like, relationships. Grade, maybe. To soulmate, right? things that fit your soul kind of. desk. Could it have been second grade? Under you know, the desk. you're in voluntary yeah, seventh nice. grade hard on in math class. Good right. memory. All right. yes. Whatever. No, but I think we we're all just, know we're what we're talking about. Like, we've right. always understood, even if we kind can't of. put words to it, we understood what love feels. Just like we understand what the love from our mother feels like. Yes. Or the love from our caregiver Maybe. or our brother or sister. Like, there's this. But you have, you, so you're saying at that point you develop an ideal of right. what you think. But really, your that never would be. changes. But we you, just understand it more. But is no, it but realistic? we understand it more. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. So I had three long term partners yes. that had like, you know, three or four out of the 10 things yeah. I wanted. And there's not 10 things, it's a metaphor. Right. After each one of those relationships passed and I let go of them, I still had faith. I'm like, no, this is what I want. This is what I want. And it really never changed in the sensation that I couldn't articulate at a younger age. So the love is always in us. And then... And you think that person is out there. It is. So don't stop asking. Don't stop giving it to the world. Don't stop giving it to your community, to the country, to to the world. So don't give up. Don't feel like you're asking for Until you're exhausted and then just stop. No! <laughs> or let it... I mean, no, but you... But aren't show you, up. But isn't this another attachment that you should let go? No, it's a truth. Because no matter... Oh all of gosh. these relationships were dead-end roads. But the consistent knowledge of what you feel is still there. And it will meet you where you're at. Have you found him now? Is it this new guy? He's not that new. Okay. He's just a little new. Well, we won't talk about him. No. I mean, we can if you want. But, no, we won't. But... but but I have faith, and I'm not, my head's not in the clouds. I mean, I have children, right. I have two kids, mm-hmm. I have a responsible life, mm-hmm. I'm grounded, I'm I not, know. I know. you know, and so what I'm saying is never give up on dreams that you have if they're consistent. Follow the little 
you know, the little side roads that lead you astray. Take the detours, but never give up on things, even if you think you're asking for too much. Here's a question. Do you think that that is specific to your personality, though? Because my yeah. personality type is such that I never had, I, like, I don't have ten, the 10 things. I don't have 10 things either. Okay, I don't, I'm, I don't, Sensation. But even metaphorically, I don't have, I don't have that. Like, I don't, I don't know, like... I know your mother loves you. You have that... You of have, course. You no. have an authentic understanding of what that feels like. But isn't that different than, than romantic love in a way? I mean, yes. No, your mom is the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Right? I mean... Authentic love is authentic love. Otherwise, it's just, um... Lust. I guess... Abstractly, yes. David, you, can you relate to this? Let's hear uh, from you a little bit. What? What exactly? Do, is do, going you, on? do you feel like you've you've had a what? What do you? Oh yeah. Do you, do you feel like? Hold on a second. I'll All be right. right back. But I'm going to give you this question to think about. All right. Do Do you feel like that you've had an ideal in in you? Or, do, or can you relate Ooh, to that this idea? This is a because, good point. Because we're, we're very different in personality, I think, Lauren. And I like, don't know. You, you I, th- I, don't, I don't know what, I, I just took a my, sensation. I just took my personality test that I'm, I, I, I'm, I think I'm an I Myers-Briggs? Yeah. Do you I, need to be told who you are? I-N-F-T. <laughs> no, I don't. I did it as a favor to my it's friend. It's the same as like, astrology, I really want to know what you of. are. So, I-N-F-P, right? And, and some say I'm an I-S-F-P. Introvert. I think Intuitive. I'm... Uh, fuck. Uh, I don't think that. What's the F? Feeler and oh, yeah. and uh, judgment or p- p- perception. I think you're a, a specific personality type where you're a little more concrete or black and white. Where you kind of you seem like you know more. Like okay, this is what I think. Like I don't ever know what I think. That's the problem. Is that? But I'm don't like, you want to? Like, weren't you talking about? And I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not no, bringing you to like I, what you think I am. I'm just saying like you were talking about creative power and sexual power yes. and like you want to know like why those things feel the same it's, or why you. It's not even about knowing, knowing why they feel, they do feel like they are very, very related. And I, and I, I've only come to that through noticing it within myself. Like I, I will have the desire to masturbate a lot. Mm-hmm. When I'm when I'm stunted with my creative uh, pursuits, is this going to be the podcast? Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> AKA, the podcast is more enraging. On. No, that's good. No, you, this is great stuff. <laughs> oh, no. People, please in a blazer. If, if, you're, if, you're, if you're enjoying this, let us know. This is great. This right is great. in. But look, Davy, I want to hear from oh Davy real quick. Do you feel like that that you've had a thing within you that you know? You know how how you need to be loved, and you know the kind of person you need to be meet, and you just haven't yet. Oh, or man. do you or do you feel like you're like I do, where you're a bit lost in the woods, and you're just hoping to God that you'll meet someone at some point that that you feel that you instantly have a feeling about, or that you grow to have a feeling about over time. I've okay. I don't. I'm not like hoping to God I meet someone at this point. I'm just like very. Uh, happy to be on my own and I've had the experience many times of meeting people that you know strike something very deep in me and I enjoy but um neither 
I nor them, either both of us or one of us, have been at a point where it's like, yeah, we can really manage this right now. Um, you have not been at that point. I have not been at that point. And it's been fun, but it's never been like, I, it's never been like I really know what to do with this. So I guess I don't have doubts that I can meet people and find people that I'm attracted to and that could have a relationship with. It's more about, um, like, my relationship with myself and what I'm doing with that right now. Um, that, so I don't feel like... you're focused I on. don't feel lost. Yeah. And I just feel, like, pretty content with what I'm doing and that if... That if I do want to spend more time with people I can it's always like an option that's out there um that's good that's healthy let me, pa- healthy. let me patch up what I said I don't I'm not lost in the woods I know but you said I, last one was I want to be like oh, I don't feel that lost yeah no I'm not I'm not lost in the woods but but I, I I do feel like romantically um I don't exactly know what I what I need you know like what type of person I need or anything like that it's more just like... Do you like, think you have to have an idea of who you need to find who no, you need? I don't... I hope not. I hope that, like, like what I what I said... Or do I you do, think you... I, <laughs> I do stand by what I said. Like, I hope that when I when I come across this person, I'll, you know, or, or one of these people, that I'll, that I'll feel it. You know what I mean? And I'll feel something. I'll be like, oh, okay, this could be something. You know, that... It's probably part feeling and part choice. And yeah. being able to, like, stand by your convictions and, like, decide on something. Yeah. Because in my life up until, I mean, still, um, I have a lot of things that I do and can do and people that I meet. But I've never really been able to fully, you know, commit. Be like, oh, this is the lifetime I have and this is what I want to commit part of it to. Right. I'm always a little gun shy. But you get into relationships, no? I mean, oh yeah, I've been in relationships, like lots of relationships. Um, You're saying you're not ready to get married? Is that what you're saying, or uh, commit a lifetime to someone? Yeah, I guess. I mean, because you guys were talking about like this one person or like this relationship that's going to do these things for you, and it it just seemed like it was alluding to like a commitment, right? Um, that, I think that's another I thing understand. to detach from in some ways, no? I don't know. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I just think that if you find a good situation where you're getting along with someone and you guys have the same kind of interests and ideas about what life might look like and it, it works, it works. But I don't see it as much as this, like, Destined. So you don't you don't romanticize it. You you just you you you're you're a kind of a pedestrian thinker when it comes to relationships or whatever. It's just sort of like okay, this is something that I could do. This is a way that I could spend my time. Yeah, but at the same time, I also believe that we attract like like attracts like, and I believe that you know whatever we're vibing at the time is what we're going to bring into our lives. And I don't necessarily think it's always like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is who I'm supposed to be with, but it's like, oh, I'm supposed to learn from something from that. Right. Like, the relationships that I've had recently, I mean, the past, like, six years, have all taught me basically, like, the same thing, but it was, like, over and over again, I wasn't accepting what I needed to Which is what? To, to man up, them. basically? Yeah, and just be you know be comfortable confident. and confident and just like solidified and like not 
like solidified in this like hardened state but this just like comfort and like who you are and not kind of like in the beginning of our conversation was like externalizing our safety or externalizing our comforts or externalizing our self-worth and it's like I've kind of gone, gone through that process until I exhaust these either relationships with people or relationships with organizations or relationships with whatever it's been exhaust it until it's like oh what I'm looking for is not within this and it's really about what I'm building here in myself and if I can bring myself to someone else or to everybody else at all times do do, do you feel like those things are helping you you know and I think this is as per what we talked about at the beginning helping you to build what you have in yourself like each like those the, things that you exhaust yes those yeah. are the per that that's the purpose for each of those things is to build a certain part of yourself. But isn't that a selfish way of thinking or something too? Because you have to be obviously reciprocating and giving something to that person or that organization too. Right, exactly. Um, Yeah, and then there's also the question of like, say you you do set up a partnership. Say you do set up a business that's going to be your life, your livelihood for life. It's like you can't really exhaust that. So I know people who are like into like healthy food. So they open up a healthy, like a juice bar. And then they're like exhaust themselves on juice and it's like well at some point you kind of have to separate yourself from the relationship because you have to be like your whole self on your own and then bring what you have to the relationship and use it in perspective instead of like identifying yourself with it completely and then being like well this isn't and and then in turn, kind of exhausting it. So if you, Do you know that for example, you always if you exhaust the image. Yeah. So the image. If, See if, that? That's like, that's you interesting. Always outlast the past. So if you're connecting yourself, if your identity is in that attachment. thing that's outside of you. So let's continue with that juice metaphor. So if juice, you're, you're saying if juice no longer fulfills you as. It's like, I love to drink juice, right. but I know a guy that opened a juice bar. Right. And now he's like, doesn't even like juice. And I'm like, he's that's over because your identity is too caught up in this juice thing because juice is fine if it's just you know you have it every once in a while but if it's like who you are then it's like it's exhausted yes that's where i would see the point of exhausted and you find maybe your true love in life which is writing music right it never gets old well no but you but you still have to grow with it and you still have to but it's still feeding exactly yeah you 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 have to you have to find where it's a it's just like a relationship it is just like a relationship so is it the best fit for your soul well i think that maybe i think that can i have some of that yeah i think that i am an artist person and and i'm a and creativity is is what you know is a big part of my Sexual. No, I was, I was like, can we quote that? I am an artist person here. It's, 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 a, it's a big part of not only my identity, okay, yeah. since I was a kid, you know, my identity, which... That's which, what I'm talking about, what you've understood right. your whole life. Right. This okay, is that okay, sensation okay. I'm talking okay, about. Okay, so I understand Not two that. things, but what <laughs> okay. you've understood. See, I thought we were what talking romantic. I thought we were talking romantic. Anything. Anything. That's what okay. makes sense to you. Okay, so yes. That's the same thing as you even said sexual and creative energy are See? intertwined. Boom. Okay. So you're using the same there form of energy with so a similar kind of thing that's is that, outside of yourself. Is that why I have I have trouble getting into relationships, maybe, is because I'm too tied up in, in my own creative life inside of myself. That's a question. I'm not for able you to outwardly put that out in 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 an untainted way you know if that's your boat that you're building your house on know. let it be your boat but you Why need to go to shore 
Build your house on shore. Right. Like, keep going. So, interesting. Fascinating. But, but like I said, and like, like, like any ro- relationship with a, with a person, my relationship with music has been difficult. And, and I have had to, you know, follow it down certain paths and find it down, down certain alleys where it was uh, sucking someone else's cock. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And and tell it to come back home. Fucking the dog. Right. I'm just saying that that's <laughs> that that is that it's a difficult relationship. Just just like any any relationship. We're gonna take a quick break, everybody. You want to? Okay. Lauren is. That's fine. The boss. That's fine. We're, I, I will. Uh... Stay Ooh. tuned. It smells like a steakhouse. Did he make a steak? I just, I, I, I Did you make a steak? Sorry, I eat a lot of meat. I no, it smells good. Meat, I'm like, it smells like steak, though. Did you make a steak? I, I made, uh, well, yesterday I, I made uh, lamb. Sm- okay, I'm smelling that. Today, yeah. I, t- today I made uh, salmon. I'm smelling lamb. Yeah, that's what you smell in the pan. We're on the record. Where where were we? I have no idea. Things have been all over the Lauren, place. Lauren, what were we just talking about? Well, we were talking about your epiphany of... Having something sexual that's carried you through self-understanding. energy being the same thing. Okay, yeah. Same right. This, I was talking about, yeah, following, following creativity down the meandering paths. Uh, and even when it's difficult and all that stuff. Which, you know. Let's talk about where you got your haircut. My, I cut it myself. Looks good. It, you think so? Yeah, I like I, I feel, I've been feeling like, here. now here, let me just talk about that for a second. Um, I, I watched a documentary about George Harrison mm-hmm. and his father was on there. I want George Harrison's father's haircut, which is very similar to the guy on the, the, the 1000 yen note. If you've seen that mm-hmm. guy, yep. um, you know Not what I'm talking sure. about? Yep. Boom. Absolutely. And the curly up yep. there. That's what I want. Inspiration. Yeah. So I, I may go, I may have to go up to a parlor or whatever and bring a, uh, a yen and bring, um, a photograph of George Harrison's father and see you if go we anywhere can, for that. See if we can't make that happen. Yeah. What? Um, Thanks. But yes, uh, thank you. I, I I did okay, but I didn't do great. Like, yeah, you did a good job. What's your favorite song that you didn't write? Wow, now we're getting into this kind of thing. Um, it changes all the time. You What's know? your favorite song right now? Right now, I've been listening to this new, very new U2 song called Every Breaking Wave. Every breaking wave on the shore tells the next one there'll be one more. Anyway, good song. Mm-hmm. Good song. And and before that was this Coldplay song called mm-hmm. The Scientist, which maybe everyone's heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> Making jokes. I'm not joking. I'm really, serious. Really, I was like your jam. But, but yeah, I get that. Only for like a day or two. But I, um, you know, I just, whatever. I, look, I listen to pop songs and I, I like I pop stop songs. for Yellow on the radio every love time. Love Yellow. I love it. Love it. I like stop. What about you guys? Do you guys have a favorite song of all time? Davey. Oh my God. That's a hard question. I don't. I don't even this like that question. I do because everyone hates it. It's a. It's a. It corners you. Yeah. It's fun. It's. It's a good one. It's a tough question. But I, I would like to get more into all that deep stuff that we were just talking about, um, and 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 ask more about how you swing into that light, you know, and 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 drop the. Heaviness? Drop that heaviness because that's something I struggle with in my life. Open hands. 
Like I tell like my slapping kids, like instead I'm of like, punching. Let's have open hands. Yeah, slapping instead of punching. <laughs> my friend Rebecca actually taught me that one. We were playing with our kids, and you know, like when they're playing with toys, reminding them to have open hands. Okay. So they can share. share. So it's really good as adults to have open hands and not cling on to things. Have so a tightly. loose. Have a looseness. Yeah, a a, a, a sense of exchange. You know, not cutting off the circulation. Mm-hmm. Like, loosen the grip to everything. So if you're so tightly gripping onto something, clenching, just kind of relax. Soften into the resistance. Okay. The same as, like, you would do in yoga. Say you're in a, yeah. in a, in a yin pose for a long time. Soften, yeah, soften into the resistance. Into the resistance. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I mean, yoga's kind of bullshit. Um, <laughs> but it's also a really good teacher you know and there's a what's, lot what's of people bullshit ta- about it oh you know I mean, the politics see, of yeah, it but see you're you're on that side of things i, I don't know I the see politics it. of yoga i had I a just... yoga teacher in town who owns a studio who couldn't say she was sorry to me but gave me a bear that says i'm sorry i fucked up okay here's a bear yeah and she's doing well yeah couldn't say she's sorry well, but you know what? I love her. Yeah. But that's her capacity. So love people where they're at. But but do, but do you really think that yoga think is you. bullshit? I mean, isn't, isn't that just an interpersonal relationship? I think that um, sounds like exhaustion. Yeah. It is. But that's not exhaustion. But I, of but yoga. I, but that, I still that teach. I still teach because I have a passion. And Thanks for the water. I have a. Devotion. I like the song "I See the Rain" by Marmalade. <laughs> is that's that a good, that's one. a good one? I don't know that one. Keep going. I like blue and green when I like I like blue and green. I mean Miles Davis did it, but I really like when um, Bill Evans trio does okay, it. Okay, you're a jazzer. Yeah. Okay. Piano. What about you? You're you're done. You're done with yoga. Uh, what do you mean? Do you not do yoga anymore? I mean, sometimes. I mean, you like went through a teacher training and the whole nine yards, but. You, it's kind. Of, it's it's kind I of hard. I do yoga. To, yeah. I like the physical exercise. I like okay. to move my body in unison. But it doesn't. It doesn't breath. give you a feeling necessarily. Oh no! Yeah, it, does. it does. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I still. You know, I, I have not burnt myself out on yoga because I haven't. Frankly, I haven't. Done I don't it think enough. you can. Yeah. Burn yourself. I mean, you can burn yourself on it out on anything, but you can also not burn yourself out on anything. Uh-huh. And I think it's just the nature of how you want to go See, about any relationship, something. how you relate to anything. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like the juice like, bar thing. I know. I, I still I could just exhaust myself on you. I, I you totally. And I could do very like, easily. I hate I'm sure. Yoni. I, I I'm just saying because of all these personal feelings I have about you, but you know. God. I'm just saying I could also not. If we're talking about all the using it, and abusing he did to me. If we're talking about juice bar, I, I, yoga for really me is still story. like having a, having a juice every couple of days. I hope that sounds. It just accurate. all comes back to the Terminator 3D. No, should I we Should we close know. this up? Are we done? I mean, we've we've yeah, we've, we're done. We, is that, are, are we done, Davey? Anything else to say for you? Um, safe sex. Yeah. Always Public. have safe lesbian sex. Mm-hmm. Is there and a way to not have safe le- lesbian sex? Like two, like like. Is there a way to have safe lesbian sex? No. Like well, if you've I, got a I'm problem, sure. like you're gonna catch it. 
I don't know. I, 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 like, you can't, I can't cover that envision, up. I can't even envision. Do they use, like, will they use, like, uh, panels of glass or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ask me tomorrow. I might know. All right. She will right. probably know. Okay, interesting. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that off camera. Uh, <laughs> He's I, so distracted. <laughs> he said off camera. I've been and sitting here him. with Lauren Lichtenstein and Davey Brown in my kitchen, and things are about to get weird. I have a feeling. <laughs> We're going to find out. We're going to find out next, folks. Say bye to the uh, other people out there. Goodbye. Thank you. Um, That was interesting. It was good. We're friends, so it was a fun time. I hope someone else might enjoy it. I think so. All right. Dope. Dope shit. Thank you guys for listening. As always, it is my pleasure to bring these to you at Yoni Wolf on Twitter, the Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's the email, but but don't, don't even worry about that. The Wandering Wolf Podcast.com. Just go there. And you can always email me if you do have questions and things like that. But go there, the Wandering Wolf Podcast.com, and you can fulfill all your dreams. Uh, your destiny is plotted out there in the stars in the background. So look close. Look close. Uh, that's about all I have to say to you guys. I'm ha- I'm doing well. I'm doing well right now in my life. I want to say that. I want to say that because I know I say the opposite probably when I'm dreary. But now is good times, and and I did not expect to say that in mid January. Here, here we are in the freezing cold, and it sleeted the other night, and I slid down the hill at my brother's house on my car. Uh, but I survived and the car survived. It did not hit anything. Uh, and fuck, man, we're, we're doing it. We're here. We're doing it. We're living our lives. Be excited about that. Be excited about that. Just, just, just that. Nothing else. Revel in that. Okay. You guys take her easy. Have a great week. Keep wandering. Like that.